Oh my goodness. Is that you? Oh my goodness. Oh my goodness. They back, yo. They back. <laughs> I didn't think they was going to let you out, but it looks like they did, man. How are you doing? Dude, it's been a minute. What up, y'all? What up, what up, what up? Welcome back to Notes from the Meeting. Yay, yay. Half of the team. Uh, my name's Steve Mayberry, and sir, your name is, and what do you do here again? I am Senor Alan yeah. Glover. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I co-sign with my partner up in here. Uh, sometimes he makes sense, sometimes he doesn't. Mostly doesn't, but it's all good. What's good, y'all? Listen, let, you know what? Whew, we've been through some changes, dog. Indeed. We've been we've been through many. You have been through <laughs> some changes is what I'm trying to say. I don't know. Do you want to? No, we want to wait on that, or, or, or should we get to that in due time? We'll fall back, you know, because you know we're gonna make this bilingual at some point, but we're not gonna do that today. Today, you know what I mean? We'll... <laughs> a little, little bit of a teaser there, yeah. Uh, bit, senior but... Glover, uh, <laughs> hint, hint, nudge, nudge. Yeah, yeah. But anyway, welcome back, y'all. We have been away for a while. I've had a bunch of personal stuff going on that I will not be talking about here today, but eventually we'll most certainly talk about. And Al too. Yeah, it's had a lot going on, um, but that said, our goal today is to welcome you back to the podcast to get us back into it. We have a lot we want to talk about over time, right? But today we just gonna hit it and quit it. So with that in mind, uh, I, I don't know where you want to start. There's so much going on. You got the Jay Z situation. Uh, you got the, the 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 what I'll just call the on God dude. We'll <laughs> talk about him a little bit, and also we're gonna talk about a couple of movies as well. So. I'll let you tell us, man. Where you want to start with this thing? Oh, uh, man. You know, I think we should put uh, Jay-Z in the middle of it because I think that's going to be the meat of the, uh, the situation. Um, I, I think that uh, we should give glory to God first, I think. <laughs> you know what I mean? And uh, <laughs> On God. On God. <laughs> Yo, so, um, let me... so let's, I love that you put it that way, too, that Jay-Z's <laughs> in the middle of it because Jay-Z really is in the middle of it. And we'll, we'll, we'll get to what that looks like in a minute. But first of all, now let me let me set the stage with this, son. I am not really Thanks. big on on the whole millennial deal. Okay, um, you know millennial humor. Um, hashtag everything. Hashtag everything is trash. And oh, I mean, I'm I'm very much a 48 year old, very much Gen X, very much I like what I like, and I'm really not looking. Keep it real. I went to go see um, Alonzo Bowden. Uh, at a comedy club. Now, for those of you who don't know who Alonzo Bowden is, Alonzo Bowden is a very funny comedian, but a comedian who I do believe is like 52 years old. That's about right for me. I'm not <laughs> looking for the 24-year-old the humor. I let the kids do the kid thing. That said, it's time for us to talk about this young man named Corporate On God. Now, Al, yes, I, I think it's appropriate that you, you speak to this more than I because... While I, between the two of us, kind of came across corporate before you did, that was happenstance. I think it has meant more to you on God. Indeed. So why don't you, why don't you speak to that dog? Well, um, I think Steve and I and, and the culture uh, over time, there are these phrases that kind of, kind of go the rounds, and you know there may be a, a song that centers on that phrase, and it, it kind of gets beaten to death. And it sounds mm -hmm. funny for a period of time. And this on God expression is one of those. Um, and it, it it's supposed to offer a higher level of sincerity than what were its predecessors, Steve? 
Um, Word is Bond, I think was one, right? Oh, d- d- on God used to be like on my mama. Okay. Uh, word mm-hmm. to God, mm-hmm. on life. You know what I mean? Like we we as as kids from the hip hop culture, one hundred. We've heard it all. Oh, I'm keeping it a hundred. I'm keeping it a thousand. Uh, I put that on the set. You remember that from the West Coast? You know, on, on God, on God is is just the newest. Although I will say this: by the time you hit on God, I don't know where they have left to go. <laughs> we, really I mean how well, much more serious are we going to get well I think it resets it's what <laughs> it resets and, and what it is it's a it's a two word phrase that's supposed to you know really put a, a, a real fine point in the situation and it, and suggest a, a higher level of sincerity than than probably the situation even calls for but that's neither here nor there so anyway and let's let's keep but let me keep it all the way funky okay what you are doing you are speaking with a thoughtful college educated middle-aged man's oh please uh, syntax here but my man corporate ain't that <laughs> he's another thing right yeah but you know i you know honestly he he has a, an interesting uh, phrase, phrasing of words but there is a process there, and I, I'm really certain that when the camera's off, he can put together just as strong conversations as, as we're having now, because these aren't, and the, these is the subject of this little segment here, the, the videos that he puts together are, are really well constructed. Um, and bef- before we get too deep into that, let yeah. me, uh, so I want to, as you did, his Facebook page, Yeah. if you click on his about, uh, under his bi- biography, he says, my name is Donovan Price Jr., or more commonly known as Corporate. I reside in Chicago and gain notoriety from posting videos detailing Chicago lifestyle and language. I've gained millions of views across social media. I hope you enjoy my content. So let's say this. On one hand, you know, his 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 talk is very, very young people, Chicago slanguistics, word the E40 for that word. Um and, and the Chicago lifestyle, I can tell you. If you are from Chicago, if you've been in Chicago recently, if you know anything about Chicago, you're going to hear this kid talking and go, oh, yeah, for sure. He's, he's That's a Chicago kid. Also, this is somebody who wants to be somebody. He includes among the things that uh, that you can, can do with him. You can book him. Corporatebookings at gmail.com. So what I'm, what I'm focusing on here is this isn't some fool no. just using his phone. I do think it's hilarious that he has an actual phone number on here. One day we might have to interview corporate. I'm not joking about that. I'm uh, not afraid to call him at all. Uh, right. Seriously, <laughs> and you know, we've seen the YouTube genre of you know two and three minute videos, a couple of quick slashes, you know, one angle, this angle, and you know, one or two one liners. Yeah, this is not that. I mean, these are seven, five, eight minute long videos, which have a beginning, a middle, and end, and. Yeah. Which you as a writer would appreciate. And also, I mean, when you have the camera that focused on you for that long a time, it's hard to edit out the screw-ups, which means that these are a higher level, quality-wise, of videos. You Mm -hmm. know, Mm -hmm. I would say on, you know, for a one to two minute video, if you have one or two laughs during the course of that video, like laugh out out loud moments, then you've got a good chance at a successful video. But with a seven or eight long video the 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 chance of her having lapses between laughs you know could have it fall on its face and he eight minutes of content is pretty significant especially in the short attention span era and he he holds its own you want to go through some of his topics there steve 
Well, here's the thing with um with the eight minutes that Al just referenced, he's talking specifically about one of the videos that he and I showed. Um, the first part of it uh, had to do with a woman, I believe it was. Let me see, was that the first and second part? Al? I can't quite remember the one we were discussing earlier. He was at the gas station. So uh, he was at the gas station. Let, we we won't give you too much about it, but there's a funny interaction between him and someone at the gas station. But it was what I loved about it was off the rip. He was kind of doing his Chicago thing. Like that everybody sounded like they were supposed to sound. If you want me to believe this happened in Chicago, the next one had to do with a woman who spoiler alert, jerked him out of a little bit of money. I don't think I'm messing anything up for you, especially given that there are a bunch of these videos. Now, if we didn't, I don't know if we included this at the top, but I'm going to say it again. If we did, if you want to look them up, uh, corporate K O R P O R A T E. Um, but the best part about it is, he says things like, and your buddy said, which is very much a Chicago thing. Um, the, the more he talks, you can hear it. Now, if you're listening to this and you have your kids around, you notice we haven't done a lot of profanity. And this show will not have a whole lot of profanity, nor will, will the rest of them. But I will say this. Get ready to, to mute just a little bit because I'm going to use a word. Okay? Get ready. All right. So he says really quickly, fuck you talking about. <laughs> and if you like... He says it so quickly that you're like, wait, what is that? Um, but it's it's the way he talks is super engaging because it sounds like he legitimately, and we should say this, it's all storytelling. He's yeah. always telling you, uh, oftentimes there's a girl involved uh, who he's oftentimes trying to go to bed with and oftentimes fails, which makes it even funnier. Um, primarily because he's a person who has decided to tell you a story that is either self-effacing uh, for himself it is embarrassing to someone else, but hilariously so. And the funny thing is, I could easily see this guy wind up in someone's writer's room. I think there's, yeah. I don't think there's a little bit of talent there, and I think that, um, I think there's a lot of talent there. And he has like 1.1 million followers, and apparently this is all organic. Um, I'm looking right now. He has a show called Hashtag Black Chicago Be Like the Series. Um, episode one free, featuring Brazil Marie. And the only reason I bring that one up, I'm not even sure I've watched that one. It has 3 million views. Now, I don't know how this works, but if I'm not mistaken, when you're that successful, don't you get like a check or something from YouTube? Uh, you, you don't actually need that many views to get a check. You know, I think, gotcha. I think the check started about 10 to 15,000 and they're not sizable checks per se. And yeah. then you also have to take into account how quickly he got those million views because that that also comes into play. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. The the point being that he's he's kind of focused in on a concept that seems uniquely his own. Yeah, and that he um, is only getting better at. Indeed, and indeed, so- you you see it happening over time. And the funny thing is, Alan and I were talking about this um, offline, so to speak. It doesn't look poorly done. No, right? I mean, it's not. There are always levels in the game, and these days, given what you can shoot with a, you know, a camera phone, mm-hmm. and what you can edit in a reasonably entry-level Apple computer, or, or not even an Apple, to be honest with you, the software is so good, kind of, you know, across the board, that you can make something that looks really good. I'm not saying that these are masterpieces. No. I'm saying that there's nothing so, like, you don't look at the and go, oh, that hood stuff. No, 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 it's dope, it's fine. Anyway, I don't want to drone on and on about this. I, I think it's dope. I know you think it's dope. Yeah. Um. And and you know he's he's uh he's doing his thing. 
on God. You know what I'm talking about? <laughs> and that's the that's the thing that kind of catches my eye because, you know, Steve and I will have conversations offline that'll go for five minutes and that ignorant, comment. Ignorant uh, conversation. Uh, highly ignorant. ignorant. And <laughs> on God will be referenced, what, 30, 40, 50 times? At least. Yeah, about that many, couple of hundred. It's all good. Yeah. <laughs> on <laughs> so God, that's how we get down. On God. On God. Yeah. So if if you're listening to us now, uh, pause the show, jump on Facebook or, or wherever. I assume I didn't even look into this. Whatever uh, platforms he's on, I know he's on YouTube. Uh, and certainly, you can find him on Facebook. I'm sure young people are going. If, if we have any listening, they're going. What? What is Facebook? Like mm-hmm. <laughs> they left that in the past long ago. But if you're our age or right around there, you will like uh, this. Uh, it's really kind of funny. So, that said, uh, sir, can we bounce to Jay-Z? Chuka, chuka, Jay-Z and what he's doing with the NFL and how that impacts Colin Kaepernick, his thoughts, Eric Reed's thoughts. There's a lot to unpack. Yeah, it, it's 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 pretty deep. Um, <clears throat> so, about, what was it? A week ago, it was only like three, four days ago Mm. that the news reports that Jay-Z and the NFL had kind of formulated some sort of uh, partnership. And that's that's because last year's Super Bowl, Mm. the halftime show, apparently was terrible. Mm. So um, on one hand, you know, it makes sense. You know, Jay-Z obviously has his hands on the pulse of the community. Um, so they partnered up and we can, you know, no money was discussed, but I'm sure that they didn't get him for 50 cents. And so the story then kind of, you know, elevates because, you know, okay, Jay-Z, where do I know Jay-Z from? Okay, he raps, yes, yes. But isn't he supposed to be real tight with a dude by the name of Colin Kaepernick? Yes, he is. Yes, <laughs> he is. Know. He and Beyonce. A dude who's been unemployed from the NFL now going on two, three years, who's got talent, more talent than half of the starting Quarter quarterbacks playing out there now. It's it, even worse than that. It's even worse than that. It's been a full three years. Yeah. And and Kaepernick just released a video that said it's been three years and showed that he's still in shape. He's never stopped working out the whole nine. And that was only on August 14th, my brother. I mean, that was no time before this uh this Jay-Z thing uh popped up. Which by the way, Jay-Z never spoke with Colin Kaepernick about it until like the eleventh hour. Which is crazy, and the, and the conversation the sources say did not go well. So, then you know, um, within the last couple of days, you know, the story escalated again because the the response online was pretty negative, at least towards Jay Z, because it doesn't look good. Yeah, yeah. You know, um, you know, it's not none of us black folks, as discussed at the meeting. Um, should even be watching the NFL first off. Yeah. You know, so, you know, shame on us for, for those who are still doing it. But you damn yeah, sure. I have thoughts on that too that I, that I want to get to, but please continue. But damn sure shouldn't be getting into bed with them. In other words, you know, uh, partnering up on, on business opportunities. Yeah. You know, um, I, you know, the way I thought it was done, and this is me being perhaps overly cynical, is that, you know, if you're going to go in cahoots with the slave master, the slave master is supposed to give y'all something, you know, like, hey, guys, I'm working with the boss, man, now, but don't worry about it. Come Friday, we're going to put an extra, <laughs> you know, you're going to get an extra corn piece of cornbread or something. You know, it doesn't seem not like the, not the cornbread. Oh, my God. You know, you know, some sort of gesture. You know, well, what let I, mean? me, let, I think there's a good part to 
good place to do this. So uh, you and I have both read this at theroot.com. They had a really interesting, uh, interesting piece that was uh, posted, and this is really interesting, uh, at 8.30 a.m. and filed to a topic area called, and I quote, Jay-Z is a sucker. Oh, my goodness. Well, the headline was Jay-Z reportedly to get majority ownership in NFL team. Eric Reed calls move, quote, despicable. Let me give you the first graph. Now, folks, we're not going to spend a whole lot of time reading to you, but I think this is new enough that it stands to reason we give you a little bit of background. Uh, this is decidedly colored with bias. Who Angela Helm, who wrote this under her own byline, she ain't happy about this. So while I'm giving you information, know that I am not coloring it. It is the writer. So here we go. With at least half of his 30 pieces of silver, Sean Jay-Z Carter will soon acquire a, quote, significant ownership interest in an NFL team, reports TMZ, making him the first black person to be an owner in the league's history. The team itself was not disclosed, <clears throat> but a source told the site oh. that the deal is imminent and that Carter, quote, wants to continue to be a change agent for the NFL, unquote. The old changed the system from within while, of course, profiting, which rarely works out because by the time you look up, you're Robert Johnson. Uh, for those of you who don't know, Robert Johnson is the former owner of the um, Charlotte Bobcats. I think. Wait, am I getting that right? Charlotte Bobcats? Yeah. Charlotte Hornets? I'm not a fan of the NBA like that, so I don't really know. In fact, well, he, he was Johnson & Johnson. I think he had... Oh, yeah, he was a billionaire. Yeah, BT, yeah, yeah, yeah. For sure. Um, I'm going to tell you right now, uh, Robert Johnson. Come on. <laughs> oh, BET founder Robert L. Johnson pitches Trump. Ooh. Uh, <laughs> I think that may be what uh, what the, the writer is referencing. And, and listeners, we all found that out together. It's the Charlotte, <laughs> Bo- <laughs> it's the Charlotte Bobcats. I thought, they checked, I thought they got changed to the Hornets. Anyway, that's not even close to important to the story. Um, what is important to the story is that, as you know, uh, Jay-Z, this comes from the story, uh, Jay-Z previously owned a share of the NBA's Brooklyn Nets, in which he purchased a $1 million stake in 2004. But, and this is according to the story, even that deal was controversial in, the many, in that many believe it sped up the hyper-gentrification tearing up his beloved native Brooklyn. Um, so, you know, we all know that Jay-Z has an interest in sports. He has Rock Nation Sports Management. You know, th- this is somebody who's always kind of in that mix now and has really done quite well in that sports space. Um, you know, do remember Robinson Cano, Kyrie Irving, Des Bryant, all big names, all rec- uh, represented by uh, Rock Nation Sports. So, Let's get to the other part of this. You know, with that uh, that kneeling and getting kind of boxed out of ever playing again in the NFL and all that stuff, mm-hmm. it was not only him, Colin Kaepernick, it was Kaepernick's best friend who also kneeled, also a member then of the uh, 49ers. Um, <laughs> he said that Jay-Z's move was, quote, despicable. And listen to this again, same article, folks, from The Root. You can look it up yourself. Quote, Jay-Z claimed to be a supporter of Colin. He wore his jersey. He told people not to perform at the Super Bowl because of the treatment the NFL did to Colin. And now he's going to be a part owner, said Reed, smiling and shaking his head. He's sounding 
despicable. <laughs> Ooh wee! Um, <clears throat> I, I love that, and what I also love is this. So on Wednesday, Jay Z announcing the deal with the NFL. He said, "I think we're past kneeling. I think it's time for action." That's heavy, because that's so um, dismissive. Yeah. Of what's at the core of what he did. Now, you said earlier that black folks shouldn't be watching the NFL. I'm going to be honest with you. Mm-hmm. I watched the NFL. Let me tell you why. Nah, I'm cool with it. <laughs> I hate to say it, but I am completely fine. And here's the thing. Here's a true story about me. I'm not that big a football fan. I'm really not. No. Uh, part of the reason I'm not that big a football fan is the Bears weren't parents. Cover your children's ears. Shit. For a good long time. Um... And so as they started to get that incredible defense that they have now, Mitchell Trubisky, their their quarterback, you know, yeah, we'll see, you know. Um, but last year they had quite the little campaign to do, you know, pretty well, get into the playoffs and everything. <sighs> it's hard when they do well for me to say, I'm not going to watch the Bears. So I don't watch a bad Bears team, but I do watch a good Bears team. <laughs> Wasn't it? I mean, let's just keep it 100. Um, and I wasn't alone. Some of y'all listen to me right now. You're going, see there, Steve. That's how you do. You know good in the hell well. That one time you was at this sports bar. That one time you flipped on and your team that used to be your team was doing pretty well. And you went on ahead and listened. So, but, um, you know, with the, with, the, go ahead, go ahead. with the video, you know, watching the NFL. And I, I think yeah. I looked at the preseason. I, I think my time on Sundays are... You know, I don't set aside time like I used to to watch the NFL, but it, you know, now it, you know, with the woke generation, yeah, and you know, a lot of social matters coming to the forefront, the Me Too movement, and this, that, and the third, you know, it becomes a challenge because, yeah, you know, personally, I think if you really started doing research about the companies that you know have their hands in this pie or that bad pie and this bad pie you know it's you watching YouTube all day essentially because like you know everyone is has some level of corruption yeah you know what I mean and in yeah. terms of like an ongoing crusade against the NFL that becomes challenging because there's still black people in the NFL For um, sure. there there's consensus that Colin got done wrong certainly but there isn't yeah. any consensus as to okay how do we make the the best of a bad situation? Right. right, right you know right, what I mean. Sure. So so it's really hard to. Well, I can't watch the NFL. You know, I so I, I I'm not religious about it, but you know, yeah, I, I will will turn it on. And you know, that being said, about how religious we are about following out following all these social edicts from the, the woke movement. You know, Jay Z's actions are like, you know. On one hand, you want to say, "Well, wow, that's JC. He's going to be an NFL owner." I mean, that's yeah, yeah. from Marcy Projects, which is still pretty unsafe place to walk by. Yeah, you know, to this day, to for him going there, and you know, I can remember, I think his first single was Hawaiian Sophie with him and his boy Jazz, Jazz, and to yeah, go man. from to go from there with no to a billionaire, yeah, no <laughs> formal, no formal education. I'm guessing he probably dropped out. What? 10th 11th grade at most decent decent to bet yeah and to to go that far you know you got you got to applaud that now yeah. uh now was there 
does this stink of some under underhandedness? Oh, absolutely. I don't know. There was a quote today from him oh. that said, uh, "We've moved beyond the kneeling. We moved yeah, beyond." Yeah, I said kneeling. that earlier. Yeah, 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 from, from, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, I didn't get that memo. I, I know. Well, let it's time we be a little bit honest. I don't care how much you love the royal couple, uh, Jay Z and Beyonce. You do have to tell a little bit of truth when it comes to Jay. Jay has to, by all accounts and reports, Jay absolutely has participated in some significant philanthropy. He's not been a stingy guy with that kind of thing. At the same time, Jay-Z is notorious for doing what's right for Jay-Z. See also Dame Dash, his relationship (laughs) with Biggs, his relationship with Cameron, his relationship with State Property, Benny Siegel, Memphis Bleak. I mean, the only people Jay-Z apparently... Uh, it, there are only three people I know of that he's truly loyal to. His best friend in all of life, Emory Jones. Um, his his other best friend, and the guy who actually pepper sprayed R. Kelly on his behalf, Tata. And, of course, Beyonce. Everybody else, I mean, do remember, this is the same guy that uh, Solange was punching and kicking in the uh, in the elevator back in the day. He, he, he is not someone who seems to bend over backwards to make things work for a lot of people not called himself i don't begrudge that he wants to not only be a businessman he told us a long time ago i'm not a businessman i'm a business man so he had a a great grasp of that back in the day why is that important in this moment because jay-z made a calculated decision i don't have to be in the room to know this he knew we're not having a conversation about something that is unbelievable he knew there would be blowback how could he not Right. And he said, well, if I have to make a decision between keeping the people who rock with me and not begging uh, permission but forgiveness from those who, who won't in the short term, what I can do is I could do what, and I'm, I'm going to segue to one thing and I'm going to bring it right on back. It won't take any time. I was watching a show called Billions. And there's a guy on there. I'm not going to tell you anything about the story. Figure out on your own if you want to. You know, watch it. Uh, Bobby Axelrod, who is a billionaire, um, is the main character. He was trying to get an NFL franchise, and there were some machinations between behind the scenes to make sure he didn't get it by some of his enemies. And one of the things, his one of his enemies called to tell him, by the way, just so you know, you won't be getting an NFL franchise because in America, conferring, giving you an NFL franchise is to confer royalty. Mm. Think about that for a minute. People who understand money, people who know how much money, I'll never forget, this is the most compelling thing about sports I think I've ever read in my life, and that's saying something in America. Someone was saying that the NFL is unique in that they own a day of the week. Yeah, I've heard that, yeah. And, and, I mean, how can you argue the point? There are people who won't go to church because they don't want to miss kickoff. Yeah. I mean, that that's incredible. So, why... You know, when we go to Jay-Z and we say, you know, we know he's kind of self-absorbed as he has to be. You know, it's kind of like when you hear that Bill Clinton and Barack Obama, both of whom we love, but both of whom you hear might be a bit of a blank hole mm. uh, and might be self-absorbed. I don't know how you cannot be and try to do what they're doing. On the business side, think about billionaire businessmen, particularly people who build from zero, who mm. literally started a pocket full of dope money and become a billionaire, as you were referring to. Of course, he will say, well, wait, my, <laughs> they have made my choice 
on one hand, I can support Colin Kaepernick and stay on the outside. On the other hand, I can become a billionaire several more times over by saying to all of America, not just black America, let's turn the page. You know, what, what's interesting about this is that my my understanding for, for, for things along this line, um, like, I think the Jim Ursay, the owner of the Colts, he got busted a couple of years ago, uh, drunk driving, and Steve, uh, the guy in charge of Dallas, very recently, you know, there were some unflattering pictures with him and some young uh, young ladies who may have been escorts or not, you know, but prior to, like, just this recent time, you know, these people were behind the scenes, you know, in, in the Knicks, in New York, there's the owner of the Knickerbocker, Jim Dolan, who's very out front, it seems like a bit of an asshole, but more often than not, they're, they're behind the scenes, and also their entree into that field is, it's like a high moral structure, or at least on the surface, mm-hmm. you know, like, you know, they might have been the world's biggest crooks, like Trump, for example, I don't believe Trump could get a football team, you know, because right, his resume right, right, is too right. shoddy. And so it's interesting that you have someone who, hey, his album was two, three years ago, and he talks extensively about his drug culture and his drug experience. You know, it, it's, he never kind of got washed of that. Yeah. You yeah, know what I mean? Yeah. So for them to kind of look away and say, hey, we're going we're gonna to put you on here. I mean, they must value what they think he can do with regards to either the Colin Kaepernick issue or the black issue just in general. Yeah, well, the question becomes, who in black America has more universal street cred than Jay-Z? I mean, if you're talking about everybody, I'm not just talking about, you know, black females where clearly Beyonce runs that show. And you better believe they thought about that too. Yeah. Well, Nas has more credibility, but uh, Jay-Z is the one who clearly has the business acumen and you can have that business conversation with and he'd be able to, you know, give as, you know, add as much to the conversation as he took away from it. And remember, you know, when we talk about, and it's an interesting thing, if it boils down to sales, Jay-Z wins that conversation all day. Yeah. If if it boils down to ticket sales, Jay-Z wins that conversation all day. In part because of what I talked about. When Jay-Z runs around the globe now, he does so with his about-to-be-billionaire wife. I mean, it's just, he is part of a juggernaut. Yeah. And why would, you know, this is all branding, branding, branding. The thing they could look at and feel very good about, I will give you 10 minutes, 10 minutes between now and the end of the show to come up with one thing Jay-Z has done to embarrass himself, to wreck his brand, any of that. Suddenly, Jay-Z becomes not only bankable as he's always been, but he's a pretty reasonable risk. I mean, here we are. He's not a risk. Well, here's the thing. He's a rapper, right? No. So we we tell ourselves, (laughs) we tell ourselves that rappers, oh my God, but he's not that kind of rapper. He's a boss. And there's a difference. He understands risk. He understands brand building. He understands, you know, this is the person where if we have to, and th- this is always what it boils down to when you talk about African-Americans, we have to pick the right Negro. And suddenly, the dude who used to openly talk about, and would still tell you right now, that, um, you know, he, he used to deal drugs. As you said a minute ago, so what? 
You know, if you go online right now and go to uh, the New York Times, there's a video entry uh, with Dean Baquet, the uh, executive editor, I think it is, editor-in-chief of the New York Times. It is this thoughtful, sit-down interview. I believe it's shot in black and white. Um, where he he's not ta- he's not speaking as someone with his pedigree. Clearly, this is a man nearing his fifties, or, or he may he may be fifty. He's not that much older than me. He's only like two years older than me, so he's close to me. Yeah, he may there. be fifty. Yeah, yeah. But the point is, it's it's a whole different conversation. The Rock Nation deal, all the brands he's had. Think about how big Rockaware got. Think about how big uh, Rockefeller got. You know, think about this is the guy who discovered Rihanna. This is the guy who has consulted with Beyonce on ways to build her brand. Yeah. So, and that all matters. So we can, we can get off that. I just want to make the point two two points. I want to leave with really, really quickly. Number one, I am mad at Jay. I'm just not, I mean, don't get me wrong. You can support Jay-Z and the move he made here and still see the importance and validity of what Colin Kaepernick is doing. But the bottom line is for me, uh, you get to a point where if you offer me a, a pot full of diamonds on one hand, and I can decide what to do with that value, or you tell me I can protest on the other hand, sorry, I'm sometimes, you know, maybe it works to have a guy on the outside and the inside. I don't know. That That's for that's for history to decide how this plays out. Well, I'm not mad at it. And the other thing is, uh, damn the protests of the NFL at this point. And I say that not because it's not important, but because I've never participated in it. I just haven't. It just happened that I wasn't watching for a long time. I don't know if, I don't know when we walk away and black folks absolutely have economic power, but we don't do a good job of everyone saying, okay, everybody's not going to do so-and-so. Because guess what? I got invited to black Super Bowl parties. You know what I mean? So <laughs> let's, let's, let's not pretend like, you know, the people ain't watching. What? The people for damn sure are. I think, you know, what's what's interesting about this is... I think this circles back to Trump. And what really? I yeah, what I mean by that is the 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 thing you wanted to do and this goes back to old Hollywood is you wanted to quell any instances where you got caught. I guess we would say the urban term is lacking. You know mm, what I mean? Mm, where you were, with mm. your pants down, you know, you pay the people to make this go away. And you've seen consistently with Trump, I think even the ones that love him know well, he may have a he he may have difficulty with the truth. So mm-hmm. what that means is not only can you take a black eye in the public, but you can ride it out, or or the the amount of people who you would think have an impact on your bottom line isn't as great as you would imagine. Yeah. So you know, as big a black eye as this is for for Trump uh, for for Jay Z, because it clearly looks like he sold out. Yeah. Clear, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, there's no other way to interpret this. And, you know, prior to this, you know, he had, you know, his last album where he, you know, talked about black empowerment and this Picasso painting he got and he wished he had invested in Dumbo. I mean, he, he seemed to be on on one particular path. You know, I'm going to pull mm-hmm. you up and I'm going to put you in on game. And yeah. this this totally skips the record. It, you know, this is something entirely, entirely different. And, you know, the message from it that's hard to kind of walk away from is, hey, white man trying to put me on so I'm gonna let white man put me on and if you know if at the end of the day there's something there for you fine but you know that is not a concern of mine you know um so it's it's interesting because 
even with, you know, typically when someone gets the nod, you know, when you kind of, you know, he's one of ours, as they would say in the, in the mafia, <laughs> usually the reason why he, you know, you become, you know, there's a dead body somewhere where the people in the know know about it, but no one in the public knows about it. And this happened very much in the public eye. A, B, C, D, E. You know, and they've taken the poll of the of United States and the rest of the world and they said, you know what? It's going to be just fine. <laughs> <laughs> Ultimately. So, yeah, we can uh, we can move on from there. But, yeah, that it's it's fascinating on a lot of different levels. And I guess congrats to Jay-Z, but damn, Jay, really? <laughs> <laughs> well, you know what? And, and I'll make this my last comment on this. We find out who you are when they dangle the money in front of you, don't we? I mean, that, isn't that what it boils down to? You know, oh, I'm all about this principle. I'm all about this protest. I'm all, wait, money? Wait, how much? Billion? What? NFL? What? Uh, excuse me, I got to get Beyonce on the phone. Hey, baby. Uh, I, I, you know, are we still doing this Colin Kaepernick thing? Because uh, they talking about <laughs> NFL ownership. Like, yeah, yeah, baby, it's big. Yeah. All right. Okay, I'll call you back. Okay. Okay. I got it. Okay. Uh, yeah, yeah, no, um, fuck Colin Kaepernick. Uh, we, we good, we good, we're fine, we're fine, let's move ahead. And, and I hate, I hate to say it, because, you know. I don't even think you should bleep that out, because exactly how that came out. I, I really feel that's what happened. Exactly, and listen, the the real bottom line, for me, because I, I, I'm a little cynical, and I think you're even more so. Hey, man, you know, you tell the NFL no. The NFL will find somebody. Uh, and I hate to say it, but that's the truth. I'm not saying they will find the equivalent of you. Mm-mm. They will find the next best thing. Mm-hmm. And that's all I'm going to say about it. So, you know, we had talked about doing a movie review. I said, let's not. I think we're good. We're, we're, yeah, yeah. And and everybody, just so you know, we, we will frequently do... Um, movie reviews and TV reviews, things like that. But we're just kind of getting back into it. We hope you've enjoyed this. We don't want to beat you to death just filling in a show. Um, some of our shows in the new iteration of the show will be a little bit shorter, some a little bit longer if we have a whole lot to say. But I have to tell you, and I'm leaning in very close to, to tell you guys, this is, this is just between us, okay? This is a secret. This was a lot of fun. <laughs> it was great getting back into it. And we're so happy that uh, you clicked play and listen to us. And we will be back. But that is it this time around for notes from the meeting. Al? Yeah, I did want to point out, we will be putting uh, a little link at the bottom of the, of our podcast releases where you could put your little five and ten. No, no I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. <laughs> you, wanna... you say you're kidding, but uh, on God. Yeah. You know what I'm talking about? <laughs> on God, we're going to have some merch because that's what the kids yeah. are doing. they going you know what I'm saying? Some, some t-shirts and us looking. You? Yeah, you know. Might have your boy on there and selling his merch and we get a cut. So, you don't man, even know. Man. But, uh, yeah, you guys can look forward to some good stuff. We gonna we still both have a lot going on, but we're going to try and make this happen. It's a ton of fun. So, we are nearing. We are a few seconds out of a 40-minute mark. Let's go ahead and get up out of here. Y'all, thank you so much for being with us. Al, as you always do, please show us the way. Folks, good friends, and you too, Steve. While you do not have to go home, you do have to get the hell up out of here. <laughs> and with that, we are gone. He think we friends, y'all. That's so cute. All right, holla, peace. <laughs>